0: So it says your life, so we're live now. And here's all the comments on the side Peace to the saints. Let me do my intro. Yiddy Marquette Devon Burton, the saint and the sinner, giving you lessons from a PM today. We are talking about the untimely death of actor Michael K. Williams. And I have with me here today,
1: what's up, y'all? Dominique
0: <laughs> and You know i was just realizing that i kind of already talked about this before because as you know dmx kind of hit the pipe too hard and od and he did the thing at the funeral and that's kind of
1: coincidence that he passed away as
0: well wait he did a eulogy at dmx's funeral you bullshit! oh wow that's ironic wow hey birds of a feather flock together though i guess it makes sense right if dmx was using a little bit of that sherm well i guess it makes sense that they were good buddies so I figured I want to do this. We're going to at some point play a little bit of the video we did on DMX. Not so talking directly about him, but talking about the issue of drugs, which certainly are disproportionately affecting poor black folks. And apparently rich black folks as well. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> Woo-wee! And I'm not going to say I don't have a few crackheads in my family. Got Auntie Val, a major crackhead. Shout out to her, if she's still alive. But, um, yeah, you know, it, oh, no, Auntie Val is fucked up. You need to read <laughs> the story. I wrote a story about Auntie Val. Did your boy Greasy? Did your boy Greasy? We got a whole chapter about Auntie Val in the black box. You did. Um, So I know you haven't seen the DMX video, so I'm going to play it and you can kind of give me any of your reactions or feedback live. But first, per usual, we want to show love to those who show love to us. You did. So let us see um, who sent through the super chats. Shout out to Ryan Hardy. Came through with the Canadian cat. He writes, Tuition for the invaluable knowledge you always provide us. Bought the Sass and jump rope. Can't wait to use it in a YouTube world full of fakers and frauds. I'm glad I found a real one. Respect, Mark, but I appreciate that. That means a lot. Can you jump rope?
1: Yeah,
0: I can jump rope. Oh, you can jump rope? Yeah. I'm not talking about with two people on each end. <laughs> I'm talking about by your goddamn self. Yeah,
1: I could jump rope.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to can't. test you. Who can't? Oh, that means she can't jump rope, ladies and saints. Can, she over here BS and talking about she could double dutch. Knowing damn well we ain't talking about double dutch. Was this the fourth grade? Okay, folks, let's get to this work. So you were just telling me that he was discovered, laid out noodle with drug paraphernalia. This is what I read in the article. People act as though when they're using drugs, they're not committing a slow death anyways. It's not suicide. And that's no. why when- Well,
1: this, technically it is, but it's not, if you think about it.
0: Well, to me, it absolutely is. Because you know, once you sign up for hard drugs, you're pretty much get, going to get into an inevitable addiction and you're going to be chasing a high that you can never achieve again. And it's oh, going yeah. to lead to your death. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. It's a slow suicide. It's just like yeah. obesity or any other vice. technically <laughs> Right, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I'm going to go ahead and do this quick screen share because I want you guys to be able to check out what we've already said to see if this is just a story on repeat. huh? So we're going to go ahead and do this little screen share. Uh, go ahead and send in your thoughts, questions, comments as we do it. We want to get your reactions live. And, of course, peace to the saints. Because there will be many more DMXs in this era of lies. First off, and I don't want to keep pausing it, but I got to – point out some things i already said there will be many more dmx's and right now we're looking at another dmx situation which is why when it first popped off i said it wasn't sad and just to bring back the irony i wear the same shirt you know the reverse color so much stupidity i even observed in these comments when people will say things like don't disrespect the dead." oh the truth is disrespectful now oh you speak the truth and that's disrespectful that's the problem That's why DMX is dead today, because you hated the truth. Is his death a tragedy or was his death predictable? The man has been addicted to drugs for quite a while now. And I don't say it to be disrespectful. I say it because the truth is important. And why is it important? Because until we point out the error of his ways and the filthy lifestyle that he engaged on a consistent basis, and we point out the fact that his demise was an actual suicide, a slow suicide perpetrated against himself, until we point that out, we will have children following after his example. Mm. People are doing. It. Mm. People already doing what?
1: Falling for to wrap and stuff. It been doing that.
0: Oh, it's like there's new. Now you know what kills me though about this drug stuff in particular is that black folks like to blame the white man, and so like the white man is rolling up people's weed for them. <laughs> the white man, like well, roll- white men,
1: technically did do that back in their early late seventies. That stuff started. Then they started using it to tear the community down. So, but not now they they can't blame the white man right now because it's their it's our responsibility to get rid of those.
0: Right, and let me ask you this though: Like, if I poured out a, a line, if I poured out some cocaine right here on this table, I poured out a, a line of that fresh cocaine, that cocaine, fresh, pure, China white. Would you do a line of coke? Hell no. Why wouldn't you do a line of coke? It's right Why there.
1: The what
0: if it's free though? It costs you zero ninety nine. It's on the Still house. Still
1: won't do that shit. Why? The fuck that shit would kill me, and see how it's going with black people as
0: well. Right. So the point is. It doesn't matter if the white man brought the cocaine in. It doesn't matter if the Chinese man brought the cocaine in. The only thing that matters is do you have a lack of values to where you're willing to partake in it? So they can bring drugs, guns, and all variety of vices. But if you don't have the character to engage in that, it doesn't matter if they put it in front of you. The real issue is not with the white man. The real issue is with the black man and the lack of values that caused them to engage in those things. Of course. Shout out to Heels in He writes, he copped the black box early. It's a beautiful thing. So many lessons of guidance. Shout out to Before the Billions writes, peace to the Saints loving the black box tuition. Oh, sure, indeed. I'm going to make sure I put the link uh, in the description. I'll update it shortly. Uh, Saints, let's get back to this work. Do share your thoughts on these comments about, and we're not just talking about drug addicts such as the individual DMX or the individual Michael J. What the hell? Michael K. Williams. And by the way, you, you used to watch The Wire, right? Yeah. Man, he, he was a, a real goon on The Wire. And I feel like the reason that they portrayed him as a goon and gay was so that they could make that acceptable to that the average scary. black person.
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Talk he to gay, me. And you gay? <laughs> that shit's kind of
0: scary. Man. Huh, he's a gay thug, yeah. you hear me? You don't know what he gonna do to yeah. you. The booty bandit, boy. Yeah. But I feel like they're saying like, okay, black people respect the, the black masculine tough guy, a.k.a. the rapper personality. We're going to make the top goon on here a weirdo. I don't know where the
1: fuck they brought that from.
0: That was out of nowhere when I was watching it. Yeah. And damn, they're making me want to stop watching it, don't you? But here's the thing. But he though. played
1: the, the character so good,
0: though. He did a good job. And here's what got got at me, foul, because he's also played the same kind of character on other in other parts. He played a a person who who you know what I'm saying is like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's I why know. I start wondering if he was like that in real life, because in Hollywood, rather than casting someone who is not like that, they rather just cast a person who's really like that because it's more natural. They don't have yeah. to do as much pretending, right? So I was like, is he is he living like that? I was like, what the man? But let me read the article because I don't know the full background. The wire actor Michael K. Williams found Dead in his New York apartment, he portrayed the notorious stickup man Omar Little on the wire. Found dead, suspected heroin overdose, and this is really sad because if you know anything about drugs, uh, and I know quite a bit, you know if he's on that black tar, if you're on any form of heroin, you're banging needles. That's a very low level of drug addict, right? Like that's with his, that's that's real despair if you're banging needles. You know, most people in his income bracket are going to use the nose candy, the cocaine, things like this. So to to see that he has stooped to that very low level of using heroin, that lets me know that he was down bad. The same thing I mentioned during the DMX bit is that money is not going to buy you happiness or satisfaction. And that's why I focus so much on spirituality. And I'm always talking to you guys about how to get centered because not only do you want prosperity, you also want truth. You want good relationships. You want things that are fulfilling. And when you're missing that, no amount of money can fill that hole because clearly he big boss living in a penthouse. But he's out there banging needles. Tragic. And he had him an old lady, too. You know, he had him a nice little woman, too. Oh,
1: I know. I don't know about his life, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I put you on. Williams, 54, which is very young.
1: He looked good, bro.
0: He looked good for 54? Yeah. You a he still him? look.
1: no, I ain't going to at
0: him. Oh, <laughs> no. He don't look that good, though, right?
1: I don't, don't mean, I say he looks good, like, he still <laughs> is the same for all these years. Than yeah,
0: it's a true story. Williams, 54, was discovered face down. You think he was getting in position for his role as Omar? He was face down, ass up, when they found him?
1: I don't think so. This shit just happened.
0: He just happened to be face down. He was banging the needle and just fell face down. He wasn't doing no weirdo stuff at the time. All right, cool. Oh, I'm so disrespectful. I'll be trying not to be. Anyway, so he was found face down, unconscious in the dining room of his luxury Williamsburg pad. I didn't even know Williamsburg was a luxury neighborhood. The homie Frank lived there. He told me it was up and coming. Apparently, there's some luxury there. What appeared to be heroin on the kitchen table. Wow. So I'm guessing this is a, a picture of his building, which is, does look like a nice building, Saints. And the police are there. Oh, I, I got to show you guys. I got to do a screen share for two reasons. Number one, uh, just to show you his, his building, how he was living. And then number two, I got to show you the elbows of one of his loved ones. Because I don't know if i to rub some cocaine on this, this young man's elbows. So let me, I,
1: Ash,
0: you got let me rub cocaine on his elbow. And I usually don't like to point out ashiness because it's just something that petty, impoverished black people like to point out. But this is just absolutely necessary. Anyways, here we go. So this is his building, which, you know, New York, I consider a gritty, grimy place. This is a nice building um, by New York standards. So it's quite nice. Nice glass front. Clearly, you know, some level of affluence there. You see the NYPD, not friends of mine. And then it looks like some of his loved ones here, and apparently some some jerk ran up and rubbed cocaine residue onto this gentleman's elbows. You Very
1: disrespectful.
0: <laughs> Very disrespectful. I mean, whoever rubbed the cocaine or whoever threw a powdered donut at this man's elbow is disrespectful. This man in the elbow and powdered donuts all day. He's been doing MMA against powdered donuts. <laughs> this is lovely. Oh, man, that's the terrible thing. And then somebody then showed up in this uh, pink uh, jumpsuit. Now, it's, it's mind-boggling to me because it's like, look, if you're going to wear shorts, why are you wearing long sleeves with it? It's New York. But that don't make no damn sense. If you're going to wear shorts, you should wear a short <laughs> sleeve. You heard me? And then the worst part, he got on these weird shoes right here. They're going to let me enlarge that picture. There we go. He got on these these beat shoes, but it's all good. I'm going to save the sneaker game, you dig? Um, don't even trip. How do I exit out of that? I'm going to save the sneaker game because I'm coming out with a with some real super player shoes in a couple months. I'm going to have to send him a pair and my condolences. I'm going to send him my condolences and a pair of sneaks. Okay. So, yeah, this is him in one of his mini roles. He, he was a fine actor. And one thing that I noted about DMX, which I can note here as well, is that it is a sad situation wherein... You have someone who is talented and had things that many people pursue, wealth, fame, notoriety, but he still wasn't happy. And so it's a real waste of all of those things because there are some people who are not born with anything special. They don't have the talent to rap. They don't have the talent to act. They have to work a regular job at CBS 9 to 5. And he basically had the opportunity to live large and pissed it away, blew his shot. One thing I will say is the boy looked grimy, though. Know, he was a perfect villain. He has that villain face, yeah, don't he? Do. he? Yeah,
1: I that's man. why he got the fight so good.
0: Now, here's the thing. You know he was living grimy because the scar on his face, my understanding is that came from a bar fight when he was 25.
1: Oh, I heard about that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say he lost that fight, though. Like, if we took a vote, my vote is that he probably lost that fight. Cops are investigating where the drugs in Williams' home came from. Oh, because he dead. Now y'all trying to take a hustler down? That's what bothers me. Is like, why are we trying to take the hustlers down? Hey, that's like taking down McDonald's Corporation because people are fat. We didn't make them eat the Big Mac, nor did we make them eat two or three Big Macs. That was their decision. We just provide what people might want to consume in a free society. Free the hustlers, you dig? Carrying on. Yeah, he, he had some great roles and some excellent experiences, I bet. I bet he had a very full, rich life. Now he clearly needed a stylist because uh the his chain game is weak. But again, I'm about to save the chain game game as well. Cause your boy's coming out with some, some jewels. Yeah did I'm coming out with some watches and some tennis chains. Yeah it. Carrying on. I'm just trying to do my work, guy. I'm trying to do the Lord's work. All right, let's see. <laughs> He says, no one wakes up and says, I'm going to become a drug dealer or I'm going to become a stick-up kid. There's a series of events that makes them feel this is the only way out. As a black man growing up in the hood, I bear witness to some of those events. Okay. Now, this kind of talk I don't really like in as much as he's talking about the problem, but he's not talking about the solution. It's so easy to talk about the problems. They're obvious. You don't need to describe why someone walks down the wrong path isn't that obvious but it's less obvious how you get onto the straight path and that's what bothers me about this kind of talk is hmm. Hmm. it is what <laughs> is it easy to get on the straight path
1: no so it's not easy at all
0: mm-hmm. it, what's easy, well, what's whats easier. what's easier to get on the straight path or to get on the bad path uh,
1: neither to be honest think about it. It's gonna be it's both
0: gonna be hard. That's 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 a meaningful trying, perspective. Trying to get on a
1: straight path. You know, you're gonna get tested while you're trying to get on a straight path.
0: Absolutely, everything has challenge, right? But I think it's more challenging to figure out how to live life while you're hooked on substance. Mm-hmm. Drugs are expensive it's going
1: to be more and insane. they're fatal. Yeah, it's gonna be more, uh, more hard than anything else.
0: Right, it's way Especially harder on substance. Exactly, it's way harder, and that's that's the problem with human beings is that they tend to think short term, not realizing that though drugs might satisfy you in the next hour, once you recover from that high, now you're searching for a new high. It's going to hurt your body, hurt your mind, hurt your relationships, hurt your pocket, all those things. Shout out to Ivan. He writes sending tuition to the big home.
1: Why he was using the
0: drugs, though? Oh, I do. I here's the funny thing. I do know why he was using the drugs because there was emptiness inside of him. People use drugs to escape, so his reality was not what he wanted. You're using or drugs because you have a problem.
1: drugs because of popularity. So
0: to be popular?
1: Because see, to see, to, they see somebody else doing it.
0: I was popular in high school. I never used any drugs.
1: Now I'm saying for popularity, but they see somebody else doing it so they do it.
0: Oh, so it's like so, promoted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's go ahead and get back to actor Michael K. He even had the scar to prove it, a remnant of a horrific slashing from a fight outside of a bar in Queens when he was 25. Williams credited the facial scar with landing him his first big acting break, which revolved around thug roles. Well, absolutely, bro. You look a little more like a thug than a uh, CEO. Yeah, absolutely. He writes... um, Okay, it's just talking about his role in The Wire. Wire was a great show. What I like about The Wire is it wasn't too woke, right? It was still realistic. And I actually lived in Baltimore um, for several years. And so I know how realistic this show was. And I appreciated that they didn't try to like make it into something that was real Hollywood. It was very authentic. Now, he's not actually from Baltimore, although he's from the East Coast. A lot of the actors were actually from Baltimore, which was dope. Mm-hmm. So imagine growing up in a hood and being like, oh, like I know Shorty from down the block. So that was really cool for the for the neighborhood to be able to see that. OK, here it is. Um, he writes, quote, I was on drugs. He said was that man's lying. He should have said I am on drugs. Now, remember, the truth is critical. I always say we're talking about truth and prosperity. The reason so many people suffer is because they don't mess with the truth. He writes, I was on drugs. I was in jeopardy of destroying everything. He keeps saying was. He tripping. I had worked so hard for and I came through those doors and I met a man who had never heard of the wire, much less watched it. He said, referring to the pastor. Oh, he thinks the, the pastor, Pastor Jenkins. He thinks the pastor saved him. Why, why didn't the pastor and and the Lord save him? The Lord saved him? Well, it seemed like that's where he's going with it. He said, I wrote my full name down, Michael Kenneth Williams. And in the office, the pastor turns around and he says, so what do you want to be called? I said, well, you know, my name is Michael, but I could do Mike. Why do a man try to like, give nicknames and stuff?
1: Mike, Michael,
0: Mike. Hmm, nah, we going by government out here. He says, what does everybody else say? omar omar's in trouble and i was like oh this dude is clueless about the show william said the actor started out as a backup dancer oh you this man can dance this man got talent did you know he could dance yeah I
1: knew that. how'd you know that uh research
0: i would for sure look at him like you cannot dance sir would you look at him and think he could dance
1: no 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 you
0: never know. You never know, apparently. The man the man got skills. The man has a real talent. Let's see. He used his eventual fame to promote social justice, becoming an ambassador for ending mass incarceration. Low key, you know, it's ironic. If he'd have been locked up, he'd have probably had a better chance to survive. That's fucked
1: up
0: to say. It's fucked up, but it's real, though. Is it not real? Because ain't nobody banging needles in the pen. Like, you might be able to get you a little bit of but you uh, can
1: still get killed
0: inside. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can get bodied. There's no doubt about that. But in his particular case, I think his chances of living longer would have been longer if he was locked up.
1: Well, yeah. But
0: never, yeah if he was locked up, nothing would happen. Of course. Right. right. Now, it depends on what you value, right? Like me personally, I wouldn't, I don't value a long life. I value a rich life.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I never planned on living a long time. It just didn't seem to be the trend in my family. Hmm. He writes, "I could have been Eric Garner, I could have been Michael Brown or Trayvon Martin. Well, instead, you became p- Pookie. You became Pookie." Williams told the Guardian, "Why is he trying to get all deep and political? Like, bro, you's he's an just, actor and a dancer, he's done bro. All this before.
1: He's
0: done. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, like, like, why are you getting on all of this stuff when you can't handle the basics of stop using drugs? Like, that's to me, that's it could weird." Be
1: be anything you might got to and got
0: back to it. Who knows? Right. And that's why I'm always telling people, it's like, yeah, you could talk about things that are way out here, meaning like the black people, the American society, the rights of women in Afghanistan, the water in Michigan. But if you can't manage the things that are in front of your face, your priorities are messed up. Your mind's totally boggled right now. Yeah, take that, take that, take that. Like Diddy said. He writes, I could have been all these people, referring to three dead black men whose law, who law enforcement, whose law enforcement related fatalities helped fuel the Black Lives Matter movement. My goal is to end mass incarceration and to have more dialogue about how we can stop the government filling up jails with low level nonviolent drug offenders and people with mental illnesses or addictions. You notice he doesn't talk about the root causes. He, he said, I wanna stop the incarceration, but he didn't say I wanna stop the drug use. It's the inability of people to go down to the root of things that stops us from ever getting the solutions. You're trying to stop incarceration. Why don't you stop the things that cause the incarceration, like the drug usage? Why don't you stop the things that cause the drug usage, like the poor parenting? Like We can really dig down to the roots on it.
1: Well mm-hmm. people with drugs, people are gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day.
0: They absolutely gonna, gonna do what they want to do.
1: So it's only he can he, he can do so much, but it still can he can still can help to be honest.
0: He can still help?
1: He can still help, but with the drug use you now, people are gonna do whatever they want to do. But you can't really stop a person from doing drugs.
0: Why can't he help his damn self first?
1: Well, we don't know if he was doing drugs before then, or maybe he started again, so we don't know.
0: What I do know is he died from an OD. And that's the thing that fucks me up is that people, especially as a man, you need to be thoughtful before you speak. It's like if you haven't formed a real habit, like let's not start trying to preach and teach when you don't have your stuff together. It just don't make That's like having a fat health coach. It just don't make any sense to me. That's just me. That's just me. Now, now shout out to you for being feminine and sympathetic. But I'm a ruthless nigga from the hood. Oh, excuse me, I didn't even want to say the N-word. <laughs> I did I didn't want to say it. But at the end of the day, that's what I am. I ain't got time for the bullshit. We're going to call a spade a spade. This motherfucker's tripping. You ain't going to help nobody get off dope when you on dope. Huh? And if you still struggling with dope, then you ain't in a position to help people get off dope. All right. Anyways, uh, shout out to Mr. Mastermind. He writes another death by suicide, intentional or unintentional. People better soak up this ism and learn about self-love, preach, and put an end to their own self-destruction. Maybe this will be an example for people to exchange drugs and alcohol for exercise and a healthy diet, but probably not. Shout out to Ivan. That was a meaningful message. And you know what? You might say, Mark, why are you so damn ruthless? Well, it's because if you guys just listen to me say the same thing you've already heard, which is, oh, it's so sad. Oh, in mass incarceration, we just keep blaming everybody else and being all sympathetic. No one's going to think. The problem is that we need to think and the way I'm telling it to you with the truth unclothed is going to cause you to think and stop wasting time being all sad. What's sad is when somebody dies from a disease that they didn't ask for. They just live in their life and they become afflicted with something like cancer. That's sad. When you're banging needles doing something that's almost guaranteed to kill you, well, that's not sad to me. I'm sorry. You know, and you did that in a country called America, land of opportunity. I'm sorry, I don't have any. I mean sympathy. Shout out to Isaiah. He writes comment on YouTube. Screech. Go ahead and uh, post that comment again. We'll make sure that we pull it up, saint. You know that's the thing I like about men and women is that there's a balance. Because me, I'm absolutely ruthless, and you seem sympathetic.
1: Okay, well, it, it depends on topic. But this one, this is a little more sympathetic because I don't know about the man's life. But it depends on topic.
0: I can be ruthless too. Yeah, I'm over here like I've heard enough. This boy's a <laughs> fool. Shout out to Screech. He writes, just tuning in, reading the black box. So many lessons at the end of each chapter. These drug addict rappers, little dookie, little druggie, little pookie. Molly this, Perka said that. Oh, but we should be sad and respect the dead and not point out their errors. That's foolish. Now you might look at me and say, Mark, don't you have any mercy? I'm a big fan of DMX, just like you probably are. I love the dog. Uh, 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 t- 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 yeah, I love all that But let me keep it real with you My father went out the exact same way as DMX mm-hmm. And I love my father But I wouldn't go to his funeral And pretend as though he was walking The straight path, living in a righteous way mm-hmm. okay, I agree. With Thank you, on that okay, I agree with Thank, you. That. Thank you Thank you You see, people get emotions And then they start lying They like somebody or they have respect for somebody, then they start lying. If I went to my father's funeral and I was given a eulogy, at some point I would have to say this was a low-down motherfucking drug addict. He was also a man of great character, great courage, very popular in the neighborhood, excellent hustler, show love to his people. But he was also a low-down dope addict. And why is it important to say that? Number one, because the truth is important. And number two, if we go there and talk as though everything was all peace and peachy, then the youth who are on looking will be misguided and think that he lived life in the right way. When really it couldn't be farther from the truth. Because to die in your 50s is a premature death. In a country where you should be living to 100 because we have advanced medicine. Yeah. So, yeah, the truth is important. But we are sensitive. We don't like the truth. And that's the difference between an average person and one of the saints, is that we deal with what's real, while others live in fantasy and they're nourished by comforting lies. We deal with the uncomfortable reality, the truth. <laughs> I agree on that one. Uh, I
1: agree and
0: shit. Yeah, don't they? As though he didn't walk straight down the road to destruction. And there's really two major reasons you end up on that road. Number one, You're weak and you can't cope, so you use drugs to numb you and escape reality. Or number two, you have chemical issues in your brain and you're medicating. But let me let you in on a secret. You're in it alone. No one's here to save you. As much as you guys have all your sad words for DMX, if I walked out in this society right now, walked around to people and said, hey, I'm addicted to crack, cocaine. Okay? I'm addicted to heroin. Please take out your time right now and help me. No one would. A lot of don't yeah. yeah, when I used to teach in Baltimore and DMX. Woo! <laughs> I only if you ask. said no one would help me. Yeah, you guys are so sad about this man and about DMX dying, but guess what? DMX was a long-time drug addict. Same thing with this guy. Long-time drug addict. The reason I promote spiritual development huh, is because at the end of the day, you're alone. It's only you inside of here. This is the only space that counts, inside of your mind. And you're alone there. If you can't manage your own mind, you're in bad shape. And that's why spiritual development, sanity, is so critical. But most of you guys would rather be entertained. You're spending your time getting entertainment instead of education and development. Ooh, That's game, and I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm enjoying the goddamn video clip like it, like it ain't me, like it's somebody else. Like, I'm learning something right now. Why? Because you have to be reaffirmed with truth and good habits. If you have truth and good habits, that doesn't mean that you don't need it to be refreshed. The muscle becomes weak if you don't use it. Wow, wow. Do you have anything you want to share with the people? Any thoughts, questions, comments, any perspective? You yeah, good, you chilling.
1: Yeah,
0: hallelujah. Little Cash Kid, right? Some people say life is harder for them. Say they just can't handle certain situations. My question, Marquette, is there any excuse for drug use? Excuse? Yeah, there are many excuses. But is there a reason? No, there is no reason. There's no reason for drug use. Wayne said, ask your local crackhead, my G. <laughs> Endless source of information. Crackheads are great conversationalists. In fact, if you if you see a crackhead, they can have a conversation with themselves. It's amazing.
1: You actually have a conversation with them if you try to talk to them. I've been around a lot of crackheads. Yeah. Yes, a lot of crackheads around. Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually right. Let's ask local crackhead.
0: For real though, and you know, even though I'm partly joking, the reality is that everyone has something they can teach you if you have the proper lens. Some people teach you what to do. Most people teach you what not to do. And that's the key is to know what to avoid in life. You yeah. been to Baltimore. When I used to teach in Baltimore, there was a church down on every block. There was also a crackhead and a prostitute down there on every block. Here's the thing about DMX and your favorite rapper. Well, they look strong. They look tough. <clears throat> they are pit bull off the leash verbally. But on the inside, they're weak and soft. How weak is it where you cannot control and manage your own emotions and your own mental state? Lack of ability to cope. And I'm not here to disparage that. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you're a man, but you can't go 24 hours without a blunt? You're a man. And you say that women can't control their emotions, but you need drugs to make you feel good? But you're a man. Nah, they not men. They weak. They weak. Yeah, I challenge you, if you're a man, why do you need to roll up some substance to change how you feel? Why can't you just change it yourself since you a man? Problem is a lot of you guys are not men, you're boys. Huh? Yeah, let's talk about it. Cool. You have anything? Yeah. It's all been said, huh? Yes. No. I'm here to let you know that if you are in that situation, you need to get help. I'm in here to let you know that in observing the situation, I looked at the news articles to see what happened. Very few of them will even mention that it's an overdose. They'll mention that it's a massive heart attack, but in reality, that is code language for the overdose. He used too many illicit drugs and killed his own goddamn self. But here's the funny thing. DMX is not the only suicidal person in the society. Most of you are. You're smoking cigarettes, killing yourself slowly but surely. You're drinking alcohol, killing yourself slowly but surely. I'm mad to see a great brother like DMX laid down prematurely at the young age of 50 by his own doing. And you know what's trippy? And shout out to Black Lives Matter. You know what's super trippy? They They get mad when the police kill a black guy here and there. Which it bothers me too, you know. They get mad when a black guy here and there dies at the hands of the police. And we pretty much hear about it every time it happens because it's news. But I bet you it's a nigga right now ODing somewhere in Baltimore, somewhere in Chicago, somewhere in L.A. Right now, we'll never hear about it. And Black Lives Matter will never get mad about it because black lives only matter when the police are taking the lives. But what about when the drugs take the life or we take our own lives? Do you think it's easier to control white police officers who don't live in our community and don't look like us, or control ourselves? We gotta control ourselves. Well, then why don't Black Lives Matter focus on you controlling yourself? Why don't they focus on self-development and self-improvement? Because
1: the, the police officers killing black folks is so common since the 1960s. since the 1960s and 70s. That's why they. That's why they're doing it. They're doing it.
0: Do you think more black men die from police-involved deaths or from drug usage? Nah, drug usage.
1: Drug, drug usage in by
0: another black person. Oh, so you're saying blacks are killing the blacks? Well, I'm saying Holy moly. I'm
1: just being real with that one.
0: Absolutely. And that's why this ism that I share is so far and beyond like any of the filth you're going to hear with Black Lives Matter or on your television. You see, because we're getting to the real. And it's it's even more... He's
1: right about that one that comment
0: right there. Which one?
1: The,
0: that one, bro. That one. Bro, DMX got hooked on drugs because someone, someone he looked up to when he was young got him hooked on it. You're a fucking bum! You're a fucking bum! Shut the fuck up! That's what I think of him. You're a fucking bum! And I would be ashamed of you as my son. You don't blame other people for your stuff. DMX died in his 50s. He died in his goddamn 50s. You're telling me that as a 50-year-old man, somebody else is responsible for what you do? Let me give you a book recommendation, little buddy. You can read this one too. It's called The Autobiography of Malcolm X. Malcolm X also got hooked on drugs. And then he found light from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He found light. He found some ism. You did. Knowledge opened up his mind. When you're not spiritually guided, you remain in that gutter. That's why I don't read comments of people who don't send 10 bucks or more because they're generally saying dumb shit, blaming other people for your fucking failures. That's so disgusting. Bruh, he got hooked on drugs because someone he looked up to when he was young got him hooked on it. That's why read my book, The Black Box. I wrote this book for you. My mother was on drugs. You don't think I looked up to my mother? My father was on drugs. You don't think I looked up to my father? My Uncle Steve was on drugs. My Uncle Jimmy was on drugs. My Uncle Bill was on drugs. My Uncle Elvin was on drugs. Four of them dropped. Four of the people I just named died from drugs. But I never touched drugs. So your story don't add up, little homie. Your story is the story of a weak motherfucker. Your story is the story of a weak-ass motherfucker who blames other people for their failings and shortcomings. It's not manly. I call that a bitch-ass nigga where I'm from. Shit. Blaming other motherfuckers. That's what females do. That's what children do. you a grown-ass man. 50 years old blaming other people. That man did not have... Nobody else bang that needle into his arm. Man, you motherfuckers ain't learning shit. I don't even know why I'm on here. Does it burn me up? Yeah, it burns me up. It does. It does. Because as long as you're blaming other people, you're never going to get a solution. And when I get harassed by the police, I know it's because of people like you. What I mean is they see me as a black man. They assume I'm a fucking idiot. They see me as a black man. They assume I'm a criminal. They assume I'm uneducated because of you. Why? Because most black men are uneducated. Most black men are engaging in crime. Look at the data. And why is that? Because they don't accept guidance. That's why I do this. Do you think it benefits me to tell you not to use drugs? It don't benefit me. I don't use drugs. Never have. I don't use alcohol. Never have. It doesn't benefit me. I do it for you. And I have to be so emphatic about it because you motherfuckers are hard-headed. God damn it. I got to slap you in your goddamn head because your daddy didn't do it. Dumbass comments out here. Who and they think they grown men. This shit crazy. This shit crazy. Nigga 50 years old. Someone he looked up to use drugs. Yeah, the, the big homie in my hood used to catch bodies. So if I go into killing spree, it's all good. Y'all niggas are nuts, man. Sal's right, salute to the saint in the center and the rest of the saints. Drug ad, drug addicts are full of excuses, just like I thought. That's a meaningful point because the last guy was full of excuses the the alcohol is like a liquid excuse the drugs it's a liquid excuse shout out to Derek came through with 49 bucks baller alert let's get it yeah I don't have no sympathy out here and you know why I don't have sympathy because I grew up in the gutter and if I had sympathy and if I was weak I would still be there you know what I'm saying I, I wrote my book as a guide of how to win and you don't win making excuses That's why nobody can tell me anything because I'm from the gutter. I'm not a rich white guy making like, oh, you know, if you just study hard, you can make it. No, no. I came from where you came from. But if we're being honest, I probably came from below where you came from. Anyways, Sal writes, Sal's rights. I noticed that a few Schizoaffective and schizophrenics have excuses, too. They're deep in New York City. Are people with mental illnesses in that same box? Well, I mentioned there's largely two reasons people use drugs. You know, one is fill in the blank and the other one was chemical imbalance in the brain, which would you know kind of be mental illness. So, yeah, I mean, mental, mentally ill people may be self-medicating. That's a different thing. But what we're mostly talking about is a lack of values. We're talking about people who don't have that. They're not living as men with values. Lil Cash Care writes, take accountability. little Buddy. Absolutely. Man, we don't preach that bullshit over here. Yeah. It's disgusting. Good thing my lives aren't in real life. right? Like, Good thing it's not a live studio audience. I might jump in the motherfucking audience and say some shit like that. Shout out to Kendra. It's a fine ass. She writes, at some point. Addicts must be mature enough to realize drugs slash liquor daily is not normal. So, though, trauma led you there, and it's time to bring yourself out. Hallelujah. If you have a chemical imbalance, get professional help. You ain't never lied. Peace to the lady saints. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, you gotta get professional help. If you want to keep doing that, yeah, you're slowly kill yourself. But it's like same thing with depression. You If you want some help, go get some help. But mm-hmm. you know, it is kind of hard to feel like they don't they don't want the help. They try to get out by themselves, but they end up, you know, sometimes they end up suicide. But yeah, professional help it can also help as well.
0: And it's free out here too. Like you can get free counseling for this stuff. You can, but it always starts with you actually wanting the help. It's free. You can get free counseling, absolutely free drug counseling. I know because one of the saints had a consultation with me, and one of his issues was that his um he was struggling with alcoholism. He actually came from a Muslim family, so alcohol is very frowned upon. So he a needed Muslim family? yeah, he came from a Muslim family and he starts struggling with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you got these five things on your list to talk about. Let's start with this alcoholism because this will kill you. If we don't solve this, this can kill you. And so I made sure I was prepared. And when we went into the consultation, I provided him with some free resources in his neighborhood. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot of free resources for addiction—not only alcoholism, gambling addiction, a lot of different things, pornography addiction. You get free resources. Ooh,
1: pornography
0: addiction. You know, people be watching cartoon porn. Did you know that? For real, cartoon porn is crazy out here. I'm like, God. that's a
1: thing. <laughs> like, I didn't know that.
0: It, it's uh, it's like um. Oh! Anime porn.
1: Oh, anime. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you now, watching that? Oh, now it's no, cool, huh? It's no, anime no, porn. No, now it's cool. That one, cartoons, <laughs> like damn. Yeah,
0: isn't anime cartoons? <laughs> yeah, it is. But
1: you, I'm thinking about like SpongeBob like, type yeah, of cartoons.
0: you think about Tom and Jerry? Yeah, and, that was,
1: like that shit. I
0: like, was. Shout out to the fasting chef. He writes pieces of the Saints, classes and session tuition paid. Truly appreciate it. You know, and people gotta tune into what I'm saying because I'm the only one saying what you don't like, but what you need to hear. You did. <laughs> They don't like it, but they need to hear it. And when I say they, I'm not talking about the saints. I'm talking about the wicked. Because the saints are watching this and saying, church, but the wicked are over there with their face frowned up like they just smelled a fart. And they're struggling with the truth because they know it's real. I mean, like since when did, did using heroin ever like do anything good for somebody? And since when did explaining why you did something stupid was a good use of time? Like, I could sit here and explain to you why I use heroin and give you all my excuses. Well, my mom was on drugs when I was a kid. My dad was in prison when I was a baby. He was in prison, and, and my mom left me. And I had to be raised by my grandma, and she had dementia. It was so scary. I was in the ghetto by myself. Like, I could waste my time telling you all that, but does that improve my life right now? No. Or I could get to this work and get this money. And that's all goofy stuff. Like, I, could, I have more excuses than anybody could have. But I never used any of them. That's the key. Little Jimmy boy, little Jimmy then came through. He writes, "What are your thoughts on if people are born eating fruity pebbles or if they become that way?" No also, one is, no
1: one is born homosexual. No one is born a racist. Sorry.
0: Go ahead and talk to the people. Go ahead, me and Marge No one screen. is born
1: homosexual.
0: Oh, I, I don't know. I know.
1: I don't know where I came from. No child has come out of the womb and decide, "Well, I'm gay." It doesn't work that way. Mm.
0: No. There you go, mm-hmm. little Jimmy. I agree. If you read my book actually, I give two two stories about individuals I encountered who had this behavior. Also,
1: we consider homosexuality, being transgender, a mental illness. Uh,
0: Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, illness. little Jimmy. Uh,
1: Damn, how long you gonna say oh, uh?
0: shit? I, go ahead. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know if it's a mental illness.
0: So oh, you think you think if I showed up looking like Miss Doubtfire if I showed up looking like the mama from the nutty illness. professor
1: I, uh, if I showed up looking
0: like Wendy Williams
1: I gotta think about that i'm woman. I'm seriously I'm concerned like is Wendy illness.
0: Williams really a woman, but anyways, but I
1: don't know if it's a mental illness. I can't uh, yeah they transition to being a male then trying to transition to be a female
0: So they ain't crazy.
1: I won't say they cra. I wouldn't say they crazy. They, they I, don't, I don't want to talk about because it it's a sensitive subject, and yeah. because I might piss some of y'all off when I say this. You know, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I try not to.
0: So, you don't but think they're crazy?
1: I don't say they're crazy. Uh, look, I'll say it has, it has to something happened going on in their lives, earlier in their lives. For sure. For them to transition to a woman. Because it then someone trying to a it where somebody says, yep, it's a mental illness. I was <laughs> so like, uh so I don't know, but. To be honest, a man want to transition to a woman is like, why do you want to transition to a woman? So in my in my question. But sometimes I should quote and say they are women when they try to compare Oh, uh, they want to call us si- cis women to a trans woman, we're actually not the same.
0: Yeah, no, so, it's, it's weird. I mean, they're making up words. Look, at the end of the day, it's weird, and they ain't writing I'll say, that say
1: I'll, I'll say that one is true, what he's saying. They would maybe attract like, for example, like the actor, um, not the actor, but the singer, uh, Tavon Campbell, I think when he was in that industry, um, they say that he got turned out by the industry.
0: Ah, uh, See, I feel like you had to have some sugar in your tank. Like, you can't just get turned out if you ain't got no sugar in your tank.
1: Maybe some type of abuse, abuse.
0: Yeah, he was probably waiting on that to come out. You know what I'm saying? He had that sugar in his tank. He was waiting for somebody to sniff it out, and they sniffed it out. And, you know, now people know what he'd be off of. But uh, this is taking a dark turn. So Saints, uh, go ahead and get your last couple questions in because we're going to have to shut this one down because uh, obviously, you okay, know,
1: so illness. Uh, I'm
0: no going to give you guys said. a couple minutes to send in your last questions before we wind it down.
1: <laughs> that comment is funny.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Wayne Wilson. He writes, reading the black box again. Oh, absolutely. It's an endless source of knowledge because not only is it about my life lived in several cities Um, in different countries, it's also about so many other people, you know, this gentleman who just recently died, he was in The Wire, which is based in Baltimore. A lot of my story also talks about the lives of kids in Baltimore. And so you get to have so many different shifts in perspective. Um, It's just a very rich offering of human life, but more importantly, how to live life well, even when you're in a ghetto, even when you're among people who are broken, dangerous, how do you live life? Well, make good decisions that will benefit you. Yeah, he's correct others. on that
1: one as well. Just so.
0: Yeah. Here. OK, make sure we didn't miss any of these super chats. because We, of course, we're showing up to those who show up to us. Um, so I'll give you guys a couple of minutes to send those in. Otherwise, we'll go ahead and uh, wind down. Shout out to uh, Vincent. He can't by a cash app. He writes peace to the Saint." The black box was a great read. Truly appreciate that. Okay. Looks like we are all caught up. Saints, it's been a pleasure to be here with you. Let us go ahead and end this the way we always end this with the Creed of the Assassin. Repeat after me with full conviction, knowing that this is true of you. The Creed of this you're going to be my audience of one. Okay. The Creed of, have you ever seen this? Seen what? We do the Creed of the Assassin. I
1: don't think so.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this will be your first time the Creed of the Assassin. You're gonna repeat after me. I said right you said
1: it. Okay. Okay.
0: The Creed of the Assassin. I am going to be who I truly am because I am remarkable.
1: I'm going to be who I truly am because I'm remarkable.
0: And I'm going to strive every moment to show the greatest part of who I am.
1: I'm going to strive every moment to show the greatest part of who I am.
0: Till so next time, peace to the saints. Um you gotta throw some conviction in there next time. This is some powerful stuff right here.
1: Oh, I don't really have much say about his death, to be honest. <laughs> like, on this topic, like, oh, to be super honest.
0: By the way, Saints, oh, yeah, shout out to Jabrizi. He write, it's sad how this society has normalized drugs so much that people get a needle with a vaccine and persuade you. Ooh, people are going to learn. Ooh. Oh, they're
1: going to learn all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to
1: learn all right.
0: Oh, and by the way, Saints, if you're a member at patreon.com slash the saint in the center, uh, this will go back up there shortly um we're going to have to take this down off of youtube publicly um also we're going to come, come right because there's too much stuff about the skittle people that will get you banned you can't speak the truth about them
1: the homosexuals yeah
0: you can't talk about them it's illegal youtube and google it's illegal you can't talk about these people so we got to take this one down um, but we will be back. I think we want to do another live. Because people are always asking me about black women. So you, you're going to be a representative for all black women in America.
1: I'm sorry, I can't represent all You represent
0: women. all of them. Every last one of them. Peace men. to the yeah. saints.